0: What is up, Stu? Studying. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day, September 7th, 2022, and welcome to episode number 406 of the study session. I'm your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me here on this Still Studies study session. And man, exciting! Exciting times. I know you got to be fired up because this Sunday Steelers, Bengals, 1 p.m. in Cincinnati. Life is good. It's going to be a tough road to hoe for this team in Cincy. Do they have enough to get it done with all the new pieces, with all the new faces? Who knows? We will find out soon enough as we count down the days to the Steelers regular season opener. Again, my gratitude to you guys for being supporters of the Steel Study. This is so much fun for me being able to record these sessions right for the site. It's always been a dream of mine to have my own Steelers site, my own Steelers podcast, grow it slowly over time. I'm doing that just a little bit on my story to catch up. In case you're a new listener as the season starts, I would I am a former high school principal before that I was an assistant principal before that I was an English teacher and I was a high school principal for seven years and you know what I walked away this past June I resigned my position and I started multiple business ventures and I'm able to devote more time to the Steelers been a lifelong fan that loves the game loves the team my grandfather was a season ticket holder from the inception of the team, and it's just in my blood. I grew up reading the Streets and Smiths NFL draft previews. My grandfather used to take notes on all the games, and it just kind of funneled over into my life. Again, it's a passion of mine. I love it, and I am grateful that you have chosen the still study and you listen in to the shows and support everything as I grow the site and continue on my journey. And I would love for you to be a part of the show. Please reach out to me. You can do that one of three ways. You can hit me up via email at the still study at gmail.com. You can give me a follow on Twitter at still study. And you can also comment directly on the articles at the bottom of the page, leave a message, get your question, comment, feedback on a show. Would love to do that. So let's make that happen. I want to make this site about you. Want the content to be built around questions you maybe want to see me discuss, or maybe some research that you want me to do on a specific player or game. You let me know. I will make that happen for Yin's Yin's Beautiful, beautiful studians. Anyways, let's catch you up on Steelers News and Notes. The depth chart was released the other day and Mike Tomlin's press conference was on Tuesday. That was yesterday. And he came out and said, (laughs) and this is hard to believe, that Mason Rudolph being listed as the number two quarterback ahead of Kenny Pickett on the depth chart was, quote, unquote, a clerical error. Now, whoever the administrative assistant was who made that error, I'm sure that they got a pretty stern reprimand because that did make some waves. But it's just that seems really confusing and out of character for a professional organization to make that glaring of an error in the depth chart. But regardless, it is what it is. And like I had said on the show yesterday, the depth chart really is just a matter of compliance for every NFL team. They have to have it done. And Here's my take on the depth chart. Do you think NFL head coaches are going to want to give a peek behind the curtain to other NFL teams in terms of how they see their depth? I don't think so. So even though a team puts out a depth chart, it doesn't really reveal their true feelings about who is the number one, two, three in every situation. There's some gamesmanship that goes along with that. I'm sure it's used as a motivational tool for the players. But regardless, they have to put one out to be in compliance with the NFL. They did it. There was an error. Kenny Pickett is now your number two. And here's something that I've talked about, too, and I mentioned in a few tweets uh, yesterday and again this morning. If you remember back to when Ben Roethlisberger was drafted, Tommy Maddox was the starting QB in Baltimore, Roethlisberger was the backup. Max went down an injury. Roethlisberger came in, and we all know, know what happened from there. Now, I'm not saying that Kenny Pickett's career is going to follow a similar trajectory, but the reason I bring that up is to point out that if something happens to Mitch Trubisky, they're not dressing Mason Rudolph this weekend. So, if Trubisky goes down, guess what? Pickett's out there on the field. So, He wants to start. The fans have been clamoring for him to be the number one. He very well could get his opportunity, and I hope not because I want Mitch Trubisky to stay healthy. But be careful, Steelers Nation, what you wish for because it's just one play away from the Kenny Pickett era starting. So let's hope that that's not the way that it happens. Let's hope Mitch Trubisky stays healthy, and let's hope that Kenny Pickett starts on his own merit, his own accord by earning it. A couple other things to note. Mike Tomlin was asked about Kevin Dotson being named the starter at left guard over Kendrick Green, and he just said, quite simply, Dotson played better than him. He was very matter-of-fact about that. Again, Kendrick Green was disappointing this preseason, and in training camp, he continued to show a susceptibility to the bull rush, getting pushed into the backfield, just whiffing on guys on his blocks. And it's a question of whether or not he is even going to dress this weekend. But Kevin Dodson is going to get his shot at left guard. What can he do? Can he be the road grader, mauler, people mover that he was drafted to be? There was a lot of promise with him when he was selected by the Steelers. We'll find out. He's going to get a shot. And that starting offensive line from left to right now shapes up as Dan Moore, left tackle, Kevin Dotson, left guard, Mason Cole, center, right guard is going to be James Daniels, and your right tackle, Chuk core So they're riding with those five. We'll see how that plays out. They need some time to coalesce and gel. Let's give them three games before we draw any hard conclusions on this unit. And then just one more piece of news. Yesterday, Following Mike Tomlin's press conference. Art Rooney had a press conference in which he announced that Franco Harris's jersey would be retired at the Oakland. Oakland. Gosh, I, I'm sorry. They're always the Oakland Raiders to me. I don't care if they're the Vegas Raiders or not. When the Steelers play the Raiders on Christmas Eve, I believe, this year, they are going to retire retire Franco Harris's jersey. So they made that announcement yesterday. That's a pretty significant moment in Steelers' history because they don't have too many jerseys of former players retired, but Harris's jersey is going to be retired. That's going to happen Christmas Eve night, and you can bet that Acrashore Stadium is going to be fired up for that. They're also going to be doing a football life on the NFL network for Harris. So that should be fun to watch. So stay tuned for the announcement of when that will happen. and they're also too going to be doing a football life for Rod Woodson all pro Hall of Fame cornerback who played with the Steelers so a lot of good content coming from NFL Network in the next couple months and again the road pushes on to Cincinnati this is going to be a very very tough contest for the Steelers to win just being completely honest there's going to be growing pains for this team and we really don't know what to expect. You you can't expect this team to come out guns blazing, playing out of their mind. I think it's going to be maybe a little dry on offense. It might take a little bit for that offense to get humming, but it's all going to depend on the running game and what Najee Harris can do behind that offensive line as to whether or not the passing attack can pick up. And to me, that's the indicator of whether or not the offense can – be effective week one the defense should be fine I want to see how they hold up against the run Joe Mixon gashed them a few times last year so we'll see whether or not they have improved Devin Bush has to come ready to play he can't bring the nonsense that he showed in the preseason and we'll see what those corners can do in that secondary versus pretty strong Bengals receiving core so the Steelers have their hands full this weekend there's no doubt about that If they can score a win in Cincy in week one, that's big. That will be a big win for the Steelers and for Mike Tomlin. But it is going to take a tremendous effort from the team. We'll see whether or not they can do it. And then studying, don't forget that I am continuing my Steeler season preview. Just wrapped up the outside linebackers, inside linebackers. Going to be doing the secondary tomorrow. Then coming from there is the game-by-game prediction for the season. And then some statistical projections. And then once I've completed all that in pieces, what will happen, I'll package all that together into one article. Put that out for everyone to read and check out. And then I'm also going to do an audio for that season preview. The Still Study podcast. That'll be coming to all of you so you know what to look out for in beautiful, beautiful studying and studying. With that, on this Wednesday, September 7, 2022, I hope you have a phenomenal, spectacular day. Do something positive for yourself and someone else. And remember, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.